Welcome to the Elevate Your Business podcast. We're going to be creating personalized strategies to grow your business in tune with every facet of your being. This podcast is here to help you find alignment in all that you're doing, expand your mind to your growth edge, and to help you embody all that you desire. We'll be diving deep into topics that will move the dial in your business, up-level your knowledge, but also your mindset to grow your business with a mix of smart strategy fused with feminine energetics. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Elevate Your Business and an exciting month that is coming up uh, that we are going to be diving into inside the Elevate membership. Um, that is going to help be helping you guys really kind of like peel back the layers when it comes to content and hopefully by the end of it, make content feel less overwhelming. Now, content is like the thorn in so many people's sides. Uh, it continues to evolve. It, our relationship with it continues to evolve. I can say, you know, over the last three, four years uh, in this business, um, you know, it, 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 it has its good times and it has its bad times. And there are times when you feel like you're well-organized and you're flying. And there are other times where you feel like you are creating and not getting any traction. And I think at the end of the day, it comes back to those ebbs and flows come back to how clear you are in your business, how clear you are about who you're talking to, what you're offering, where you're leading people to, um, what your goals are, like just everything to do with, like, with, with clarity in your business. Like when you are super crystal clear about what you're doing, the content flows so much better. It's times when, and all entrepreneurs do this, even like weekly, monthly, where they're like, oh, I don't know about that offer anymore. Oh, I'm creating this new course and I don't know if I like it. Oh, I don't know about that client or that 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 audience anymore. It's all of the questioning and the doubting uh, that we do as entrepreneurs that actually makes the content difficult. If we keep everything kind of, you know, pretty, pretty um, consistent and clear for ourselves and we understand, um, you know, and, and have done the work on our foundation. So like, you know, what your mission is, you guys know I bang on about this, what your mission is, what your purpose is, what your values are, um, what's your ideal client, who your ideal client is, and what your offers are, like all of the things that I go through in annual, then if those things aren't changing, um, then it makes it a lot easier. So on top of that, you know, things that will change can be, you know, like sometimes a little bit of messaging, branding, you're building your brand um, programs, you continue to offer new programs and you're trying to find the right way to communicate them. Those are all things that are always going to be challenges and are things that you can, you know, obviously in like coaching containers and things like that, that you can work on and not let that overwhelm you so that you just don't create at all. So for, for the beginning of this month, what I want you to do is really think to kind of go back to basics. So I'm assuming that you've done a couple of things. One is you work through some of those foundations. You largely know, you know, why you're showing up. You've got your values sorted out, um, your mission. And those can, you know, those, it's more like the who you're talking to is what is probably the most important and what it is that you're leading them to. 
So if you haven't, and you're still kind of, you know, working on those things, then just make sure that you get really, really crystal clear about your client and the person, the audience, the, the, the ideal soul client that you're talking to, and also what it is that you're trying to sell them. So, or if you want to be a little bit less, not harsh about it, because we're all here, we're in businesses, this is a business, and then we are selling something, but what you're leading people into or inviting people into. So what I want you all to do at the beginning of this month and the start of this work in terms of helping you make content less a pain in the ass <laughs> and overwhelming and frustrating is I want you to take a step back to assess not like what you're saying in your content or how to show up at reels or YouTube videos or long form, short form, like all the different kinds of content. Because you got to remember, content is anything that falls under the you sharing your gifts in some sort of format. That's as broad as it can actually, it can be. That's my own made up just definition off the top of my head. <laughs> but let's be smart about this and think about where. We're gonna think about this, this word where first. So the where has to do with a couple of different things. So where are you getting most of your business is one of them. So if you are a more a local business, I have clients who have, um, online businesses where they're online and all of their delivery of their programs is largely online, but they source mo most of their uh, leads and their connections and their clients locally. So this works a lot. And I see this a lot happen in health coaches, therapists, nutritionists, fitness experts. Of course, those can have a, a, a global appeal. They can, you can, you could sell to anybody. And sometimes you do. But a lot of people love to work with, in particular, those kind of um, service providers when you live a little bit more locally. And there's a comfort level. There's almost like, you know, your doctor that you go and see, your naturopath, you're, you assume that you're going to almost get like, you know, Chinese herbs, your acupuncturist. It feels more intimate. And I see so many clients who work, you know, like health coaches, for instance, holistic nutritionists who get lar the large part of their clients come from their local areas. And so you need to make sure that you think about this. And so if you are one of those, or maybe, you know, I have, I'm, I'm not thinking through all of the industries right now, think about where your people come from, where your clients come from, and if they are local, or do, can they have a really much broader appeal? And can you, you know, my clients are literally all over the place from Australia to Europe, Canada, US. Anglophone countries. I'm in France, but I don't really attract anybody in, in, in France because I don't market myself to anybody here. So when you think about that where, I also just want to uh, just, just point out the importance for them, for them, as in like people you're looking for, your audience to be able to actually find you. So if you do sell more locally, then obviously your address is really, really important. And you can add that in all of the different kind of places, you know, the social network. So that might be, um, and obviously it's not a social network, but your website should have your address on it or like the town. Your Instagram, your Facebook should have your address if you are a local person, okay? If you're not, you can put it, but you don't have to because some people think that sometimes when you do put it on there, it actually limits you because people are like, oh, she's in France or, you know, it, it kind of, it, it makes you seem 
maybe less global, less, less broad. So I actually keep it off most of my stuff, even though I, I do communicate the fact that I am in France. I use that as one of my, because it's part of my story. Um, I use that as part of my um, my content. It's actually, it's not a pillar, but it's 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 a, it's a thread that goes through my content, the, the fact that I live in France, but only because it's part of my story. So um, making sure that your address and things and that people can see that you're local if you want the local and think about whether or not you want to put it on if you want a broader appeal, it doesn't matter as much, you know, if you have um, even, I suppose, you know, some people have more like a regional focus and so I've had a lot of clients that come from, you know, regional areas. So if you are in, I have some clients in Australia, Australia is a little bit unique because Aussies love to buy from Aussies because of the time changes, the uh, currency differences. Uh, same thing for Canada. I see a lot of like Canadian coaches get a lot of Canadian clients because it's like it's not like, you know, the border exists with Zoom. But if you notice that and same thing, I see a lot of that uh, in, in the UK. So if you do largely work with people in Australia, in the UK, in Canada or in the US, then you can put, you know, put put that on to on your on your um on your profile or make that a little bit more accessible. It might say like British Columbia, or it might say, you know, Queensland, if you're in, if you're in Australia. So just think about that. If you don't know what to put then, and if you're inside the Elevate membership, come and ask, come and let's, let's brainstorm it. So the other aspect of like where is where you should show up. Now, the really, obviously this is like <laughs> fundamental. So to answer that question for yours, for you, you need to think about um, how and ha really how people are buying from you. So where have you got all of your clients from before or any clients from before? And if you've shifted and, uh, but you're still kind of in, in, a, in the same industry and you don't have a lot of clients currently, think about where you think they're going to come from or maybe mimic what you, what you had before unless you've made like a, a complete pivot and a complete shift and now you've gone you know, from local to broader. But think about how clients come to you. So if you largely get most of your clients through word of mouth or referrals, uh, a lot of networking. So do you, do you belong to different programs, different memberships, different Facebook groups, paid or unpaid, where you meet people and by virtue of having met those people, even like masterminds that you might join, you can, you can, you can meet a lot of people through that kind of networking. The other thing are affiliates. Do you are you part of any affiliate networks where you're getting referrals, which is kind of part of refer, the, the first one I mentioned, which was referrals. But if you're an affiliate, maybe it is actually more of um, of the social engagement that you do online. So you do active outreach on Instagram, uh, in Facebook groups. You answer and kind of engage um, in Facebook groups, and you answer questions in Facebook groups uh, so that you can be seen as, ah, oh, there's somebody answering a question about Facebook ads, or there's a person answering questions about Kajabi, or you know about um, business coaches, or life coaches, or mindset, or health, or whatever it might be. And when you engage in those groups, that can be, you know, people see you and kind of go, oh, who is this person? And that's social engagement. So maybe you're finding people that way. Or sometimes it's organic. And so organic, um, you know, organically, it could be, you know, you, you showing up on a social channel uh, through reels, posts, carousels. Uh, maybe you have done some work on uh, your website. And so it's really you know, optimized for a search engine. Like those are things that you can do that people like it's, it's organic because it's not paid. Okay, so we're not talking really about paid advertising. That's how you're finding your your, your clients. If you largely do go through uh, Facebook ads or or, or um, Google ads or whatever it might be, and you and most of your clients come from that way, well, then that's the answer for you. 
but I'll most 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 clients that come to my into my world are are really just using organic means to find clients at least initially. So once again, word of mouth referrals, networking, affiliates, your own social engagement and outreach, um, and then the kind of like organic social uh, posting, which is like reels and carousels and different, whether that's on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever it might be, but more active, um, active, uh, active social engagement. Um, right. So the answer, I want you just to kind of like think about that question and park that answer. So we think about where your clients are coming from. And then we're going to come back to it. I just want to say, if your social channels, if you're a business where your social channels are mainly like a bit of a box ticking exercise or like a website. So people hear from, hear about you through word of mouth or referrals and your, um, in your, let's say your Instagram page or your Facebook is like, oh yeah, I, mean, I just want to, I just want to look her up to see what she looks like or see that she's legit or whatever it might be. And they literally come to your page like a website to go, okay, yes, I like what she's saying. They look maybe through a, a few bits of, uh, of, of content. Um, they don't really need convincing and, um, you know, need to necessarily read your story and you don't need to like convert them through your content on those channels, then you need to think about your socials differently. You know, it's important to stay up to date, like a web, like your website. So it doesn't look like it's like, you know, from 1995, um, you keep it and you can, and I think the importance on social channels is that you keep them fresh so that they just look like your, it's not like the last post that you posted was in 2022, because that's what they literally do. They'll look at the, like the tops, like top, you know, posts that you post, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and um, they will see, just see whether or not you're alive and, you know, and then, and, then, and then they'll carry on. But on those channels, it is really important that if they land there, that they can easily like the, the, the path to purchase or the path to contact is really, really clear. So if, you know, if, if that is you and, and your social channels are like a website, you're a service provider who gets most of your um, businesses through referrals. Uh, and, and at the moment, like your social channels are not really acting as the, the main driver for your leads, then make sure that your path to purchase is super clear. You don't have 50 million links in your, in your, in your LinkedIn, um, link tree. And I say that because I had a lot recently and I, it was a, a colleague of mine was like, oh my gosh, I'm looking for your free thing. And I couldn't find it. I was like, very true. It was buried. Um, so not having too many links in your highlights, your highlights on your Instagram page are, um, are up to date. Like who am I, how to work together, just make it super, super clear. Again, these are things that if you're like, okay, I, I need to do that, then come back into the community, the Elevate community and ask how to do this. This is a lot of information, right? So you might even need to listen to this again, but take what you need, write it down, and then come into the community and get some answers for you, for you and so make some actual momentum and make some progress, right? If people do find you via networks, on socials, um, organically, whatever it is, then obviously your social channels are important, okay? And so, uh, and that includes whether or not you're a local person or somebody who has that kind of broader appeal, okay? So if you've determined that your social channels are important, then I'm going to give you some top line kind of like how, how to, some things, and, and obviously in like a, a short, a short podcast, um, I'm not going to be giving you everything, but again, I don't want to overwhelm you either. Okay. So I'm going to start with our local people. If local people are mainly the ones that are working with you, uh, then what is it important for them to, to know about you, right? You need to, you need to ask yourself that question. You need to, like I said, make sure they can find you always add your location on posts and reels. Super important. Tag local businesses. 
Okay. Tag local businesses whenever you can. If you're, if you are um, using stories and uh, you're out and about tag those local businesses, you're a health coach and you found this beautiful tea at your local health food store, tag the health food store. If you work with somebody else in town, who's a real estate agent, tag the real estate agent. All of that local tagging is so, so important. I would say that in, and this is obviously on stories on Instagram, particularly, which, you know, Instagram, Facebook, same thing. Um, I would say to be, to be doing like a daily every single day so that people are just seeing you pop up in all in all sorts of different places. And so it's about keeping you top of mind, right? Um, so part of it is keeping you top of mind and also part of it is, is search. So when people do search for the location or a health coach in Toronto, then you're coming up, okay? And so that's also where hashtags and keywords come in, but I'm not gonna get into that right now. Obviously, locally, local networking is important. So for you, then like Facebook groups that have to do with like your local, I don't know, buy and sell, your local um, local community events, like all those kinds of things. So they're like, oh, who is this person? If you're active, you know, and think about like, and this is getting a little bit off on a tangent. If you're thinking about your ideal client and she is a, a mom, um, she is usually involved in the community. She likes to take care of herself and she also likes to take care of other people. There's, there's you know, uh, yeah, a fun run locally would probably be a place where she might hang out. And so maybe getting involved in something like that. Again, I don't want to get too deep in terms of like the actual how, uh, how like promotionally, because there are a hundred and a billion and one different ideas. But think about those kind of things. Like, how are you going to find your client, that sole client that you've de defined locally? Who is she? Where is she hanging out? Okay, so maybe local Facebook groups, like I said, your authority as a, a local person or as a just as a as a as a service provider or a product uh, product based person, it doesn't matter. Your authority is, is is really important, right? And many times in those like health coaching, therapist, nutritionist, fitness, authority is important. So you don't look like a quack or you don't, you know, you because they, they don't want to waste their money and they don't want to waste their time. Okay. So your profile is important um, on those different channels. So your content should focus partly, not all on authority building and credibility enhancing stuff. So like face to camera, um, you know, different kind of like uh, how to's or client testimonials are really important because they may also see people that they know. Um, what else? Those are, those are just a couple of things that are really important. But again, like I said, not all how-to stuff when it comes to uh, your, your local audience. Um, there's a whole other, you know, kind of gamut of things that you want to do when it comes to creating content. It's not just teaching, 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 um, because that that's not um, really connecting with people emotionally. And we're going to go into some other, some other, some other areas of this um in the next and then in the next episode I will also just um suggest uh there is I think it's episode five of elevate your business is um content that converts go and listen to that I re-listened to it and I was like this is really good it um, takes you through like really really um top line top line but with some specifics just around like um how you can create content that converts which is different to what I'm what I'm talking about here today Okay, so the other how, so I've given you some examples of local things, how, when it comes to all, all the other categories online, you have a broader appeal. I want you to think about, because the how can be like, okay, how long is a, um, how long is my, uh, um, what do they say? How long is a piece of string? How long is a piece of string? And that is the case. It's like, you know, how do I create content for the, for the world? Like literally there are so many, so many, um, ways and channels and, you know, um, uh, formats 
I want you to think of a couple of questions here. So, and that you can also do this if you, if you are if you are a local person. So, I want you to think of what you have capacity to do each week. Okay, write that down. What do I have capacity to do each week? Now, that could be literally how many hours do I have? How many hours do I want to actually allocate to this? And you might say, I love being creative and I love creating social content. So, you might want to do like an hour a day. I spend a fair bit of time on my content because it attracts most of my clients into me. And that is both outwardly outreach and tagging people and networking and all that kind of stuff. I, I spend a fair bit of time doing it. Um, some people might say, I have like an hour a week and I hate social media. Okay, one, we need to talk about the whole hate, hate of social media. That's a separate podcast. But let's say you have one to two hours a week, then set your expectations accordingly for what you have capacity to do and overlaid with what you actually like doing. Okay. If you also have a team and you have a VA and you're like, okay, I want to just, I want to do my own, uh, create a, a Canva, some Canva templates. I'm going to get a VA to do that for me. And we're going to spend five hours this month doing that. That's going to cost me 150, $200, let's say. Um, and then I'm going to have this template or I'm going to buy a template or whatever it might be. Like, just think about, think about this, um, smartly, you know, because there are so many ways to like hacks, like I just said, getting templates to make your own quotes, to make your own reels to do all sorts of different things uh but and, and and not and not have it be a massive time strain or drain okay so in this um category of like you know how long is a piece of string you need to also choose your channel initially so if you can't and you don't want to and don't have the capacity to show up on multiple channels because realistically, we can't all be everywhere so I show up on multiple channels but I do one really well and then the other ones down the track, I look to have resource, I will look to have resourced, but right now they're just kind of building up content in terms of like YouTube and Pinterest and my blog. I post there, but I don't spend a lot of time on that every single, like no time actually every single week, my VA pretty much posts to those places. And there's more that I can do in, in those, in those areas. So choose your channel. Okay. Also, you need to think of when I said, what do you like doing? What do you like creating? Think about whether or not you like creating long form or short form content, because that can also influence all of the pieces of content that you create, like let's say in the week or in the month. So my uh, podcast, for instance, produces me a long form uh, piece of content in the form of video and audio. So that goes to two channels. And then I, I extrapolate the, the transcript. I get show notes, I get uh, audio clips, I get sound clips, I get video clips, I get uh, Pinterest grabs, I get all sorts of different things from an initial piece of long form content. Okay, again, don't let this overwhelm you, but if you have capacity and you want to do that kind of thing, that is a really smart and simple way of getting your fingers out there and getting your reach out there. And then all of those things provide organic, um, organic traffic back to a place of your choice, whether that's a, a social channel, like an Instagram page or a, a website or whatever it might be. I'm going to use Instagram for an as an example, because I know a lot of you are on Instagram. So if you like short form content and the long form thing for you is not going to happen right now. And your channel that you pick is Instagram. Okay. You're picking Instagram because you know, your client hangs out there and also you kind of like hang, hanging out there. Okay. So that's like, okay, tick and tick. It's important to use a variety of different posts 
to your advantage. Okay. So I'm going to go through a couple of them just really top line. Reels are really good to reach new audiences. So reels with trending sounds and, um, you know, uh, when you record them like an actual or when you think about them and you creatively uh, work on them, they need to have a hook and a call to action. Those can work really well to um, to build a lead 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 generation. So it can build um, uh, can deliver or or um, get you people who request your lead magnet. Um, uh, also, reels are good to build a brand. Like it gives you can can give you obviously with the with the music can give you a really strong feeling, an emotional connection with you. So as a as a um, a life first business mentor, I sometimes or every week I will usually post something that is talking about what uh, living life first means to me or what it gives me. And so that's not talking about like, you know, helping you create content or getting clients or strategy or, or growing your business. It's about the, the transformation that you get when coming, when, 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 when working together. Um, and the other thing that reels can do is help with authority building. So the kind of like talking head to camera uh, with captions on the front or on the, over the overlaid can be really good um, to, to use for reels. Okay. So those are reels. Posts are great for like quotes for resharing. Think about like if you produce a quote and you um, put a quote a quote on your on your page. Ideally, you want that to be something that someone's going to grab and reshare it because that kind of resharing makes it exponential, right? So it goes onto their page and then somebody else grabs it. Look, imagine ten people resharing one of your quotes and you will get followers. You will get people that have come across come across from their pages who are like, oh, I like the like I like what she's talking about. Okay, so posts and um. Yes, quotes, uh, personal stories. So you have a picture of you and you're telling a personal story. Really great to, thing to do with posts and carousels. If you want to use carousels, they're great to educate. And Instagram likes carousels because it shows people are engaged and they flip across the different slides. Okay. Lives are great for more in-depth, creating connection. Um, I often find that people who will come to your page and want to kind of um, get a sense of who you are and what you're all about will often binge watch all of your reels and now on Instagram, your reels are, uh, your Instagram lives are in there with your reels. So they'll often watch your longer form content. And I've had clients jo like join programs before and be like, oh my gosh, I binged everything that you did. And I, and I, it, just, it was just speaking to me. It's everything that you wrote, did was, was speaking to me. So it was like, it was like having a, like a mini podcast and they just came across and can see. So even if you do a live and nobody shows up, it will still live on, on your page and it will still create, um, a, you know, build authority and create that impression of, of, of being an expert talking about whatever you're talking about. Okay. And then stories finally. So stories are great for behind the scenes, largely sharing your personality. So let your personality come out. That's where like your values, understanding what your values are. Like joy is one of my values. Humor is one of my values. So I let that kind of come out in my stories a lot more than, you know, on my posts, for example. Um, it's the stories are really good for nurturing an existing audience creating deeper connections as they really kind of get to know you. And there is a good opportunity to sell, but the reach on stories can be quite small. Okay. Um, depending on how, how big of a, big of a, um, a whatchamacallit you have like a following. Right. So I have recorded probably a much longer than I anticipated, but that's okay. This is meaty. You can go back and listen again. Um, I have a little bit of homework for you. If you've watched this to help you think about how you are, how people are finding you and buying from you now.
Okay, so that's your first port of call. Like I said, if you're in Elevate, then come in and share where and what your plan is for this week to practice showing up. And if you may already be showing up, but let's just have a little bit more of a focus thinking, okay, actually, I keep doing all these posts, but I haven't really even thought through this question of like, who, how are people buying from me, you know, in, in, in the first place. Local people get tagging and engaging locally. Okay, so if you're local, try it for a week. I'd love you to try it for a month. Get tagging other brands, get tagging other businesses, and also engaging locally. So if your ideal client is a 35-year-old mom, then go and find 35-year-old moms from, I'm going to use them, London, Toronto, wherever you're from. You can find them by location. And then you can scroll through and you can find people that kind of look like, you know, the people that you're, you're looking for. They could be other professionals who have businesses, lots of different people. Okay. Um, everybody else, I want you to think about what channel you're going to focus on. Okay. So not focusing necessarily on all of them. Think about one audience. I want you to think about one lead magnet that you have one offer that you're going to sell into on one channel. So not 50 of them or even two, uh, I'll, I'll let you get away with it if Instagram shares automatically to Facebook, but pick one channel and one theme, okay? So one theme. So if you are selling into a particular offer and you know you need to um, tell people about, you know, things to do with their mindset or, you know, wh whatever it is that you're selling, kind of try to stick to a theme, okay? Where I'm not going to go into content pillars today and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to probably go into that in the next recording. I also am going to be going into uh, helping you learn how to sell better on, in, your, in your content. Um, and But I want you to think today about one audience, one lead magnet. So if you don't have a lead magnet, then come into the group and let's talk about it. One offer. What are you selling them? One thing this week, one channel and one theme that you can kind of kind of just give you some focus for your content for this week. Okay, on your mark, get set, go.